Thanks for joining us here on this Prospects Nation podcast. I'm Marcus Burnett, joined by Brandon Clay. Brandon, what's going on, man? <laughs> man, I'm glad to be here, man. It's a Friday night. I know most of our listeners will be out partying. We're just here making the podcast they can listen to. Yes, sir. Today we're going to talk about Chloe Jackson uh, to NC State. Your thoughts on that news piece? It's a, it's a huge get for Westmore. And I wrote an article. I actually wrote this one. was sitting in the lab last night right at the t- top, of the, top of the evening there, right around 12 o'clock. And Jackson is a kid that can score it. She's an elite 100 prospect. And I talked about in an article when Westmore got the North Carolina State job in late April that that kid is going to have to be the type of kid that they're able to recruit and be able to get to play for the pack, and they've done that. So now you, you look at, at her and what she brings, those kind of kids make it okay. You know, when you say, hey, we've got this other kid that's in the Elite 100, she's ranked number 59, she does this, this, you've seen her play with this club team, Riverdale Baptist High School, all those things. It makes it okay for prospects in the same class and for future classes now. They can go into the DMV, Mention Chloe Jackson, and everybody's going to have a respect for her game. That's huge when you're trying to turn a program around. Talk about how she fits uh, into that program. Well, that's a team that's going to need scoring. You know, the, the depth, the roster, all of those things notwithstanding, they need people who can put the ball in the bucket. Jackson is going to bring that from day one, about a 5'8 guard, but powerful, can score it off the bounce, can score it in the mid-range. A lot of people were recruiting her. Honestly, can even play some on the ball for stretches if need be. So versatility is not a factor in terms of why you wouldn't play her. And when that isn't a factor, why you wouldn't play, you end up playing those kids. So you look at the the players that log heavy minutes, especially at the perimeter spots, and it's kids that can fill the ball and put it in the basket and can also defend. Her athleticism allows her to defend on ball, defend off ball. And if she comes in from day one there in Raleigh, buys into Westmore's system, you got to look for Jackson to get a lot of playing time early in her career. Let's talk about some of the players and pieces that Jackson will be playing with. Well, right now they've got Maya Spencer will be on campus as a freshman from Decatur, Georgia. That was an Elite 150 watch list caliber kid as a, a freshman this year, so four years of eligibility left. Dominique Wilson will sit out this year as a transfer from Arkansas. She had a heck of a year playing major minutes for the Razorbacks and Tom Collin, decided to leave in the offseason, wound up at NC State. Assistant coach Lindsey Smith Edmonds had recruited her heavily at James Madison, and so had Wes Moore and now Nikki West. When they were together at Chattanooga, they both are on the staff there at NC State, obviously more in the head coaching position. Nikki as an associate head coach, Lindsay as an assistant, really in charge of recruiting. So a lot of familiar faces there for Wilson. You start to add those pieces together. Spencer, a kid that can score with Wilson, a kid that can score with Jackson, a kid that can score it. All of them have similar size, similar abilities. You could play one at the one, one at the two. You can even play one at the three. Honestly, you want to get as many scores and as many ball handles on the floor as possible. And they've done just that. They're going to be in really good shape 12 months from now when they look to deploy those three plus whatever they still have to bring in to 14. Give us a synopsis of the future uh, recruiting outlook for NC State. Well, they've got Paris Key from North Carolina right there, an in-state kid, uh, currently ranked number 77, but look for her to shoot up in the rankings. She had a, a heck of a summer, as you saw Marcus, playing against some of the best guards in the country, Kelsey Mitchell, Taya Cooper, and more than holding her own time after time. 
she's big. You know, I know that that's a, a priority for them in terms of being able to get her and get that done. That would give them a point guard to go along with those three scores. Now you could play the four of them together in a rotation. Taylor Gordon out of Georgia, kind of that do-it-all bigger wing, you know, 5'10", 5'11", area, so a little bit different than those three kids that we just mentioned that they already have in the fold. And then you come back with Christina King as well out of Greensboro. They've already got Akila Mays, true center, played for that same group with King, with Paris Key, uh, Dudley High School. It's going to be a new hope this year. We talked about King as a stretch four, can shoot the three, Gordon is a big wing. Key is a one. They, I mean, they've done a great job of identifying the different types of puzzle pieces that you need to make inroads. And when you're in that league, you can't look on day one at Duke if you're NC State. You have to look at day one at the middle of the league. You know, the Georgia Techs, the people who've had the 20-win seasons four or five years in a row. Okay, we've got to get there. We've got to be able to beat those guys. We've got to be able to split. We have to be able to get two a home and then steal one on the road. That's where we have to get first. And then we can look at the people like Duke who've been playing on the last weekend of the year. So if it's a two-step process if you're Wes Moore. And this group that they're looking at in 14, if they're able to accomplish this, Marcus, this is big business. To come in in your first spring when, honestly, you got the job a little late, the final forward come and gone, you weren't announced until late April. So, you, you know, in theory – kind of caught them on the tail end of that April viewing period. Now you have to try to convince all these kids. You get Wilson on the transfer. You convince Spencer to stay. They had to do a lot of work just to be in this spot. This is a great place for them to be, and now you want to come in and close behind maybe with two of these last three kids, Key, King, Gordon. If you got any two of those three, all of a sudden now that's a big class and honestly one that would get consideration in the top 25 for prospectsnation.com. That'll do it for this podcast here on Prospects Nation. Thanks for joining us. As always, Marcus Burnett signing off with Brandon Clay. We'll catch you back here next time.